Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Hello, I'm Mary Rowe. Hi, Mary. Thank you for joining me today. I we, we had a little conversation beforehand, and I do my little free association thing, and you mentioned the word utterance, and I, I was, okay, that's like, ooh, that's a different response to free association about podcasting. So tell me about... So like I know more than other people might know. So I know that you're working on host on mic and that your podcast project is, is like still in the crock pot and you're, you know, you're still like lifting the lid and, and like sensing, oh, it needs a little bit more of this. And what are you currently thinking about utterance and how that is affecting what you're trying to write for reading as host on mic? Yes. I have six episodes in the world now, mm-hmm. and through that process, it's come to my mind that I am engaged in sort of a two-way utterance sandwiched with an internal dialogue. So mm-hmm. the star of my podcast is other people's words, and they're compiled in a document that I'm going through sentence by sentence, and it's got 135 sentences. <laughs> so <laughs> that brings me up to nearly 80 years old. No, not quite, but I might, I might be changing that. <laughs> but so that's, an, and it's, it's self-described as utterance, which I hadn't noticed before. So I'm trying to give it back in a way that is a, uh, more receptive. Uh, and it goes with your mission, Craig, because you want to you want everyone to flourish in the world and you want to do it through great conversations and compassion and mercy and all that. Well, I'd, I'd like my utterance about this topic to convey those things too. So mm-hmm. I go into the utterance, then I talk to myself, I interview myself, I look up things, and it's all very personal. And then I write it down. And then I give it back. And so I'm engaged in a form of utterance. It's not a conversation at that point when it's host on mic. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm engaged in utterance too. So, so utterance, uh, to, ut- to utter, utterance, uttering, this is a very specific, um, I don't want to say it's a rare vocabulary word, but it's it's less usual. Most people wouldn't, um, I was going to say trot out, but I don't mean that in a negative way. Most people wouldn't trot out the word utter unless something in their mind made them go, ah, the word speaking isn't good enough. I need a better word. Um, can you put your finger on like, what is it? And I'm not trying to pick on your vocabulary, but I'm like, what yeah. is it about the process that you're, you're going around here? You know, your, your process is, is uh, circular in a good way. It's I got a positive feedback. What is it about that process that makes you go, I'm not just speaking, I'm doing something more. And then that made you reach for a different word. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. So I reached into the body of work, the body of knowledge that I'm trying to share, and that's where I found quotations about utterance, Hmm. which, which aren't quotations that I'm going over. And the minute I was reacquainted with that, it brought back 
a lot of great memories, and I thought, that's perfect. <laughs> mm. What? Um, that wasn't what you were looking for, was no, it? No, 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 no. I, <laughs> I, I'm not actually, well, well, first of all, yes, it was not what I was looking for because I'm never <laughs> looking for anything in particular. Aww. But what, what you said made me think there's something special or something, I mean, it's obviously less yeah, common. The intent. There's something, yeah, there, well, there's, um, yes, the that, in, the intent to influ- The intent to influence. And that means... If you want to influence, that means you've got to be at your best Mm. and you've got to be as pure hearted as possible because the effectiveness of words that influence people can tell if you are being pure hearted and if there's compassion and lots of... Here's another another (laughs) old-fashioned word for you. If there's... Ooh, virtues at play. Yes, there's Not- a lot of content between the lines. Um, I'm I'm wondering what your thoughts are on uttering out loud, uh, even simply speaking out loud, changes one's own thoughts. So it's one thing to read, to you know, read someone else's writing, to write your own, to read your own writing, to write more. That's one process, but to pick it up and and to utter it somehow changes the the way that I perceive or experience or understand my own thoughts. And I'm just wondering how far down the rabbit hole you've gone, you know, now that you're consciously, intentionally uttering and recording and then going around like, how how far down this rabbit hole have you gone? Well, I know I can go farther, but... <laughs> I've gone Nicely pretty dodged. far. <laughs> I can go pretty. I can, I've gone farther than I expected, also. And I keep mm. hearing. Uh, is it okay to mention somebody else from sure, the community? Sure, it's your show. <laughs> okay. Well, I keep hearing uh, Rick. Um, do you know who I mean by Rick? Um, yeah, if I'm going to guess, you mean Rick Lindbergh, and if I get yes. it wrong, it's going to be bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to guess because if I guess wrong, then it's like, yeah. oh, now we named somebody that we're not thinking of. No, that's Sorry. exactly right. <laughs> so and Rick. he's he's mentioned several times to take to create some distance when you're mm-hmm. recording or even from listening, and I've found that there is an inexplicable clarification that happens there. Maybe we get so excited. I mean, there's lots of highs and lows, like, oh my gosh, I'm brilliant. Oh my gosh, this, oh my gosh, this is. I'm laughing along. I'm laughing with you, not at you. (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is worthless. And really what you want to be is not self-conscious at all. So in that process of giving some distance and coming back, so I give it at least overnight. I try. I'll, I'll, I'll publish late to give it that distance. And then when I start uttering my little thing again, the very act, and you already mentioned this, so you know this happens, of speaking it out loud, it's like, what? <laughs> you know, because um, I have to rein in my thoughts, too, and try to communicate in a way that people will understand even normal things. So mm, something this right. important that something this important to me, I really want to be as clear as possible, which I've never 
given myself the luxury of before. I really want to be clear. But at the same time, not I'm I'm consciously trying to avoid reactions like, oh yeah, 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 I've heard that before. Shut in, in yourself or in your listeners? Trying to avoid the reaction in both, yourself, both, both, because I have the same reaction my listeners have. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I've heard that before. Shut. Mm. You know, I'm not I'm in the same camp, you know. There's an interesting process, isn't there, about trying to sometimes like in my brain I'm I'm very left brain analytical it's like I can think at a certain speed but I cannot write or type I could I can type faster well I can type and write in cursive about the same speed but I can't type or write or speak anywhere close to as quickly as I can think and I don't think that's a that's not a good thing like I probably should slow my thoughts down so so for me maybe the idea of uttering forces me to go, yeah, that thought isn't worth like letting out of my head. <laughs> you know, like nine out of 10 of these thoughts should just go on the floor. And I, I think maybe that's part of the magic of that, of, of uttering it is you have to fill, you have to trim. Well, yeah, that's also, that's also new to me. Um, and I've been getting experience with that in Toastmasters, which I think you've heard of. Yes. Or, yeah. So, I've been getting experience with that. So I, and then there was uh, Business Networking International. That's another group where you only have 30 seconds Mm. to talk about your business. And at Toastmasters, you only get five to seven minutes for your speech. So I I give myself nine minutes for these episodes. And I do. Mm. I, I cut out a lot. And and I maybe I've spent hours researching. I try to save it somewhere. My show notes are now getting longer than <laughs> that's a good than, thing, right? Than, if than you want to go deeper, go here, right? <laughs> exactly. Because I don't want to yeah, I don't want that can muddy it up. Explain this, explain that, explain. But then there's a certain amount of you're right, what you said about ten or fifteen minutes ago or something. I'm figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a certain, uh, so I'm thinking there have been times where I've, you know, stood up in front of a small group and tried to explain some project and there's, there's like a moment, well, when, when things go badly, there's a moment when I suddenly realize that I'm standing, you know, like literally standing and I'm talking, but I have completely like a, a moment in a moment I realize, oh, I have no awareness of anything in the room. Like I'm just, it's just me talking. And, and I'm like, whoops, that's a problem. There, there are other times where I'm in front of a, a group or like on a forum and I'm really aware of like everybody in the room and like how they're feeling or, and, and to me, it seems like when I'm intentional about how I'm uttering or how I'm speaking, part of what that means is for me to make sure that I am continuously aware of what's going on around me. And I don't know if you've if you've tried to play with that. Like, have you caught yourself? Like, you're recording, host a mic, and then suddenly you're like, "Oh, I forgot I was recording." That's where I want to be. I forgot I was recording. Uh, that that's that seems to be the best place. But but you know, uh, 
Seth, is it okay to say Seth? Yeah. <laughs> it's your, Mary, it's your show. You can talk okay. about anybody you want. You can talk about anything you want. <laughs> I even told you that before we started. I know, I know. There's no Seth, leash. Run, Seth. run, run. Uh-oh. <laughs> Seth is such a good example because, you know, he know he knows, he knows, and and he he really, really understands his subject. He's gotten deeply into it, and then he gives it back. And right. when he's doing and he's video, people respond. I, I tried to say it this way. I saw the response. I tried to say it that way. I saw the response. And whether he's interviewing or just host on video mic, I can't see that he's reading anything at all. There's no filler words. You know, mm-hmm. he he is so deeply understanding what he's talking about. And so engaged in, this is what I have for you. He knows that maybe people don't watch those lessons at all or <laughs> anything. It, it doesn't. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't dampen his dampen his zeal. And um, I I aspire through the exercise of the podcast to get to a point where I have that much ownership of what I know where it's so comfortable for me to sh- for me to share it with and identify the people who who want to have a conversation around it and I'm so comfortable with what they have to share and it becomes like this is this is comfortable why not <laughs> yeah well, I think that's a great place to strive to be um when I pause, it's not because I'm bored. It's because I have too many things and I'm like filtering. What is, um, what are you trying to share? Like, do you, and that, that's a really hard question. So you can be like, that's hard. Um, but what are you trying to share? Like, do you have a clear vision yes. of where you're going and a clear yes. way to get there? Yes. Yes. And, um, and the vision is we're going to be okay. Maybe. <laughs> 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 That's a really solid potential possible vision. <laughs> I love it. Are you okay? Maybe. Love it. <laughs> because it's not guaranteed. So in the document, which has a very heavy title, but the universal crisis affecting mankind, it it lays out you know just how bad it is on the one hand. But on the other hand, there's a second part that says, this is the disposition we can adopt. And it just explains us how to do it. So the the very clear vision is the very clear vision is it's gonna help if we have some mm, shared understanding of what we're doing. Just like you're conducting the podcaster community and you've set up sort of People have complete free reign. I think you've assured me twice already that I have free reign here. <laughs> but you've also uh, put in some kind of like guidelines or maybe even rules because yeah, you want and, it to be and fair. It's a safe space. Yeah. Yes, you want it to be that kind of a space. And you're also still developing it, exploring well, can we do this? Can we do this? What's going to make it better? Well, I'm just looking at. I'm just excited about a world that has that same kind of, somebody is overseeing this, 
making a safe place. There's lots of room for creativity, but there's some guidelines. And um, and so in, I'm going to tr try again. So your question was, do I know what I'm trying to say? And I am trying to say, <laughs> I can't think of any. We are going to be okay, but we've got to do it right. We've got to do our part. And it doesn't mean we have to be the same in any way, except in uh, the very things, you know, the compassion and the mercy and the conversations and the understanding. Let My dad had this phrase, to each his own. And that, yeah. car that carried a lot of, I love it. <laughs> There's there there's a couple of like classic aphorisms like um, good fences make good neighbors, <laughs> you know. And there's a is it a frost poem about two people walking a fence line, you know, putting the occasional stray rock back on the on the fence line, and just the idea of you know I'm you know physician heal thyself, fix my own problems first, you know, become aware of the small scale problems around me and demonstrate that I can take action and work on that. And then that makes me think like, oh, maybe I can go to the neighborhood block meeting and we can try and solve this other larger problem and like work up. Um, it never ceases to impress, like never underestimate the power of, you know, um, motivated individuals trying to create change. Cause that's the only thing that's ever created change. It's like somebody goes, Hey, I got an idea. And then somebody else goes, that's a good idea. Let's work on that. So I, I definitely agree with you. I think you're, you're thinking around how utterance, um, and how being mindful of what utterance is and how you're doing it, that self-feeding upward spiral that you're creating for yourself is a great way to to like clarify your thinking and and sort out all right i got 50 million things i could possibly say which one goes next oh. uh, in this next episode and, and, that and that's yeah. really hard right it's like really hard to do that <laughs> and i really 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 love it <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have never. I, I try to be sarcastic in my podcast, but no, really, you like? Oh, I would have never guessed. <laughs> I I have this picture of you, uh, Craig, with the fences because we do need them. But I see you, um, you know, making gates in the fences. Ooh, that's a and good metaphor. Yeah, you are. You are. Mm. So we can. Shut it, open it. Lots of uh, free-flowing, permeable. There's a thing about borders, right? If you don't mm -hmm. have any border at all, you don't have a thing, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. You know, like country has to have a line around it. Now we can discuss how permeable the line should be, but bacteria and cells, they have little lots uh -huh. of little tunnels and doorways for things to go through, but they have to have a shape. Otherwise you don't have a thing. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, hadn't th I hadn't thought of that before. Yeah, that doesn't, it, that's like a, it's a great idea, but it doesn't really tell you, yeah, okay, how permeable, you know, like how permeable should the cell membrane be? And if it's not just right, bad things happen to the cell. So yeah, the devil as always is in the details, but I, I think your um, methodology, your your idea is very, um, like it's a, a really clear example. Like it's one thing to, to like go into the bike shed and tinker and build and then come out like, ta-da, I made a bike. 
but it's a whole nother thing to like have glass walls and be like, here's me, here's my process. And, and I think what you're doing is, is really useful, obviously for yourself, but also useful for others to see how you are using utterance and self awareness and careful choice of what you're saying and, and continuous referral to source documents. I think that's a really good process for people to consider. Um, so, yeah. And that's why I came. So, I, <laughs> so I so I could hear you use your amazing mind to put my words into something beautiful and coherent. <laughs> oh, stop! <laughs> you don't it. need my. You don't need me to put things in a coherent fashion. Yeah. Uh, I do appreciate the compliment. Um, but as much as I hate to say it, oh, that's probably a good place for us to stop today. Um, this doesn't have to be our only, I always call these are like single serving size conversations. Doesn't have to be our only conversation. Mary, thank you so much for joining me. It was a distinct pleasure. Goodbye, Craig. 